Welcome to Add Bible, an audio daily devotion from the Ezra Project. We join Alan J. Huth as he shares Bible passages and comments from over 30 years of his personal Bible reading journals. Today we are in Revelation chapter 7. This is about the 144,000. Listen to our guest reader, Dr. Michael Elliott, pastor of Regency Christian Center in Parker, Colorado, as he reads the 17 verses of Revelation 7. Revelation chapter 7. After this I saw four angels standing at the four corners of the earth, holding back the four winds of the earth, that no wind might blow on the earth or sea or against any tree. Then I saw another angel ascending from the rising of the sun with the seal of the living God, and he called with a loud voice to the four angels who had been given power to harm the earth and sea, saying, Do not harm the earth or the sea or the trees until we have sealed the servants of our God on their foreheads. And I heard the number of the sealed, 144,000, sealed from every tribe of the sons of Israel. 12,000 from the tribe of Judah were sealed, 12,000 from the tribe of Reuben, 12,000 from the tribe of Gad, 12,000 from the tribe of Asher, 12,000 from the tribe of Naphtali, 12,000 from the tribe of Manasseh, 12,000 from the tribe of Simon, and 12,000 from the tribe of Levi, 12,000 from the tribe of Issachar, 12,000 from the tribe of Zebulun, 12,000 from the tribe of Joseph, and 12,000 from the tribe of Benjamin were sealed. And after this I looked, and behold, a great multitude that no one could number from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and language, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes with palm branches in their hands, and crying out with a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. And all the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures, and they fell on their faces before the throne and worshiped God, saying, Amen. Blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and forever. Amen. Then one of the elders addressed me, saying, Who are these clothed in white robes? And from where have they come? And I said to him, Sir, you know. And he said to me, These are the ones coming out of the great tribulation. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore they are before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will shelter them with his presence. They shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more. The sun shall not strike them, nor any scorching heat. For the lamb in the midst of the throne will be their shepherd, and he will guide them to the springs of living water, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. In 1995, after reading Revelation 7, I wrote, Do not harm the earth and sea until we have sealed the bond servants of our God on their foreheads. And I was referring to verse 3. I continued to write, 144,000 Jews are sealed. The great multitude around the throne are those saved in tribulation. I was referring to verse 14. God is on the throne. Jesus is the Lamb of God. Thirteen years later, in 2008, after reading this chapter, I wrote, Angels are real. 
they carry out the plans of God. God seals the believers and throngs will be saved. Salvation comes from God and the Lamb, Jesus. Angels worship God too. There is a special place for those saved in the great tribulation. The blood of the Lamb washes their robes white. They may be Jews. Physical and emotional will fall away. Only the spiritual remains. And five years later, in 2013, after reading this chapter, I wrote, Wyoming might enjoy a time when no wind might blow on the earth. And I was referring to verse 1. Who are the 144,000? Probably Jews. And then I continued to write, In addition to them, there is a great multitude that no one can number, from every nation, from all peoples and languages, standing before the throne. I was referring to verse 9. So there are not just 144,000 in heaven or just Jews, multitudes. Christ's salvation belongs to our God and to the Lamb. I finished off with heaven is about God and his throne, the Lamb, Jesus, the blood of the Lamb, and salvation, worship, impending judgments of earth, and its inhabitants. Reading this chapter is kind of funny today because... Before I started recording, I went for a walk and it was very windy. So I look at verse 1, that no wind might blow on the earth. That hasn't happened yet, has it? I referred in one of my journals to the fact that angels are the ones that carry out the instructions of God. Remember in previous chapters, Jesus is the one that is opening these seals. Here in chapter 7, angels are carrying out the instructions. Are the 144,000 Jews? Well, I referred to that several times in my journals, but my English Standard Version Bible footnote says there's various interpretations of what this really means. So I am not going to focus on who the 144,000 are as we discuss the rest of chapter 7. More importantly is verse 9. After this I looked and behold a great multitude that no one could number from every nation from all tribes and peoples and languages standing before the throne and before the Lamb. I hope and pray that I am numbered among the great multitude at that day. I hope you are too. We will be crying out salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. And remember the Lamb was introduced in chapter 6, verse 6, when John said, In between the throne and the four living creatures and among the elders, I saw a Lamb standing as though it had been slain. That Lamb, that Jesus, was the one worthy to take the scroll from the Heavenly Father and open the seals. That Lamb is the entry into heaven. That Lamb is Jesus. That lamb is referred to in verse 14. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the lamb. As we gaze into the throne room of God again, we see in verse 11, And all the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders, the four living creatures, and they fell on their faces before the throne and worshipped God, saying, Amen. Blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Yes, friends, the day will come when we will stand around the throne and worship God. But verse 13 says, Then one of the elders addressed me, saying, Who are these, clothed in white robes, and from where have they come? And I said to him, Sir, you know. And he said to me, These are the ones coming out of the great tribulation. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Again, my ESV footnote argues whether the great tribulation is the end times tribulation or just the tribulation of the church age. We don't know. And it really doesn't matter, does it? 
And what matters is whether you will be wearing a white robe dipped in the blood of the Lamb. And the chapter finishes with a glimpse of what heaven will be like. Therefore they are before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will shelter them with his presence. They shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more. The sun shall not strike them, nor any scorching heat. For the lamb in the midst of the throne will be their shepherd, and he will guide them to springs of living water. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. You want to be there, don't you? You want to be among the throngs that stand around the throne of God in heaven someday. But how are you going to get there? Is it going to be on your good works? No, it's going to be if you are washed in the blood of the Lamb and that you're wearing one of those white robes. Friends, everyone isn't going to be in that throng. Everyone is not going to be in heaven. What about you? Do you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you are going to be among the throng worshiping God around the throne? If not, pray today, pray right now, confessing your sins to the Lord Jesus, allowing him to give you the greatest gift in the world, that's forgiveness, giving your heart over to him, and letting him clothe you with one of those white robes of righteousness that only he can do. Pray that prayer even right now. And if you do, let us know. Contact us at ezraproject.net and let us know that you gave your heart to Jesus. You're now wearing a white robe of righteousness dipped in his blood so we can pray for you and offer you some assistance. Father, we do thank you for all of us who have an assurance of being among the throng around your heavenly throne someday. Thank you that you have given us a white robe of righteousness dipped in your blood. But for those who do not know right now, we pray they would make this prayer, giving their hearts over to you, accepting the forgiveness of Jesus and clothing themselves with one of these white robes in Jesus' grace and love and mercy. We pray in thanks that Revelation 7 reminds us of how to get to heaven, and we want to be there with you. Amen.